With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Time for the Martha Quinn Show After Party. Here's your VIP all-access pass to share a laugh with the entire crew. Woohoo! Yeah! <laughs> Executive producer Christy. <laughs> hey, hey. Morning show producer Karina. What's up? Me, Martha Quinn. Ladies, I was thinking about when fate totally changes your life. Like, for example, if you're going to apply for a job, normally you fill out an application, you go in in the old days, like looking for jobs in radio. In the old days, you would look in the back of magazines like radio and records, and they would say, you know, looking for nighttime person at WRIV in Riverhead, (laughs) Long Island, and you'd send your cassette or however your uh, air check was. There's a normal sequence of events. Uh Uh-huh. Normally, a person doesn't wake up in the morning to do one thing and (laughs) at the end of the day have their life totally changed, which is really what happened to me in July of 1981, which I'm thinking about because this upcoming Tuesday is the anniversary of MTV's launch, August 1st, 1981. Whoa. I know. It's crazy. Hey, did I pull that clip of the uh, blast off? Yep, you sure did. Okay, let's hear that. Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. <laughs> ah, an iconic moment in pop culture history. That's pretty cool. Is that how MTV started? Were those like the first words? Those were the first words. Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. And I had been there probably two weeks. What happened was, and this is probably, this is maybe the most common question that people ask me. How did you get your job at MTV? And it is actually kind of interesting. So the way I got my job at MTV, first of all, I had been a college intern at WNBC in New York City. And uh, that's where Howard Stern was at in 1982. I was gone by the time that he got there. Don Imus was there. It is where our current boss, Bob Pittman, Mm -hmm. had been a program director. He was kind of a legend because he was the youngest program director in the country. And this was a very large radio station in New York City. So when I got there, Bob Pittman had left. Okay, so he's out of the picture. I'm there as an intern, meaning I'm in the back, alphabetizing singles, Christy. Because that's what we had back then. So whenever somebody would come in with a new record, like, hey, you got to play this new Cool in the Gang song. You guys are going to love it. You know, record promo guys coming in. And I would take the single and I would alphabetize it back in the closet. And that's how I spent my entire year, other than getting Don Imus coffee. So, um... I was working as a person at my dorm at NYU, giving out toilet paper and messages to everybody in my dorm. I was at the front desk clerk at the famed Weinstein Dormitory, which is famous (laughs) now because it's where the Beastie Boys started. Oh, awesome. So I was giving out toilet paper to people like Rick Rubin, who went on to become (laughs) a huge mega producer, Mm -hmm. etc. All right. So I'm working at Weinstein Dormitory. I wake up in the morning. I'm I'm wearing a t-shirt, iron-on glitter t-shirt that says, Country music is in my blood because my roommate was from Nashville and she gave me that t-shirt. And I'm just wearing like white shorts and 
kids. So I'm taking the bus home. So I think, oh, I'm going to get off. And so I get off the bus and I go to the local payphone because that's what you did back then. <laughs> and I call up to NBC and I say, hey, is anybody still there? I was stuck in traffic. I thought maybe I'd come out, come hang out. They go, oh, yeah, sure. We're still here. Come up. So I go up to WNBC. I'm hanging around the offices. As lo- Is this too long and boring? No. As luck would have it, there is a guy there from California. His name is Bert Stein. I always remember this. He was a record promo guy. And so we're all just sitting around the music office, chit-chatting, nothing really. Bert Stein says to Buzz Brindle, of course in radio, the guy's name is Buzz, who... I had been his intern. He was my person who signed off on my, you know, internship form. Mm -hmm. Says to Buzz Brindle, hey, what's Bob Pittman doing? And Buzz says, and this is the first I'd ever heard of this. He said, oh, he's doing this MTV thing. And then Buzz turns and looks at me and he says, Martha, that's what you should do. You should be a VJ on MTV. And I say... What's that? And he says, it's like being a DJ, but you're on TV. Um, Can I just back up for one more second? The two things I did at NYU was I was on the radio at WNYU. I did a whole bunch of different shows. I was always, you know, one of those college DJ days. I did like an afternoon rock show. I did an urban show on Friday nights. I did a folk music show. I did a jazz expansions shows. You know how in college radio you just, you know. Yeah. Play everything. Play everything. So you had wanted to be in like the music and radio industry. Yes, but I also got myself through college doing television commercials. I was, for oh. example, um, the Chicken McNuggets girl. I said, you McNuggets <laughs> for McNuggets. Yeah. Um, things like that. Campbell Soup, Clearasil, all, you know, commercials. So I did commercials and radio all through college. Unbeknownst to anyone in the world, turns out that was the perfect two things to do if you want to be a VJ on MTV. Because I had on-camera experience and I had music experience, but of course there was no MTV at that time. But it just worked out perfectly. So Buzz turns to me and he says, Martha, that's what you should do. You should be a VJ on MTV. I say, what is it? He says, it's like being a DJ, but on TV. And I say, remember, there's no MTV at this point. Mm -hmm. I say, what do I do during the records? Because I'm thinking it's like WKRP in Cincinnati, Mm -hmm. which was a radio station on TV. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, they play the records. The camera's still on me. What do I do during the records? Mm -hmm. And he says, so you're probably thinking, how could she not realize? But we didn't have, like, videos was not a thing back then. (laughs) So he says, no, no, it's videos. And he says, and I say, oh, no, I wouldn't be good for that. He says, yes, you would. I'm calling Bob Pittman. Now, he gets on the phone. He calls Bob Pittman, our current boss, right then gets Bob on the phone, which now looking back on it, I find kind of amazing. Because remember, this was 530 in the afternoon. We didn't have cell phones. I don't even know where he was calling. <laughs> like, he sent he? a pigeon. Where, yeah, yeah. A where raven. Was he even calling that Bob picked up? Bob picked up. Buzz says, hey, I've got this intern here. She should be a VJ on MTV. Bob says, this is the last day of our auditions. She's got to come right now. Oh, cool. I'm wearing country music is in my blood t-shirt. <laughs> No makeup. I've worked all day at Weinstein giving out toilet paper. Buzz says, you've got to get in a cab and go over there right now. I'm like, oh, my God, you are kidding. 
keep in mind there's the aforementioned traffic. traffic. <laughs> so I'm running down, you know, I go, oh my God, okay. I run downstairs. I'm trying to hail a cab. I get over to Hell's Kitchen, which is, you know, before Hell's Kitchen was she, she. This was people working on the corner. And when I say working, I mean they were working on okay. the corner. <laughs> and so I walk in by now, it's like quarter to six. And I go in, I go, hey, um, I look, you know, I can't even imagine. I probably looked like a messenger. And I said, hi, um, uh, I'm here to audition for something. Bob Pittman sent me over. And they go, oh, okay. And I walked out onto the set. No makeup. Country music is in my blood. The whole thing. Sneakers. And I auditioned for MTV. And by the end of that day, I walked out and I called my brother. And I said, oh, my God. I think I just auditioned for the greatest job ever and I'm so glad I didn't know that going into it because I would have been nervous mm -hmm. I mean I was more nervous auditioning for an M&M's commercial than I was for MTV because I, I had no idea I didn't know what in the world it was and two days later I started oh wow that is that's an crazy awesome story. that's a good story that's the long-winded version <laughs> I just thought I'd get every detail out because it is kind of interesting and I, I I go back and I think what if I never got off the bus that is true. You know, fate has a funny way of working things out. And I think the fact that you were so probably relaxed and looking like a normal young adult is probably what helped you out, too. You weren't all, you know, glamified. You were just like a regular oh, yeah, no, person. A regular girl next door, probably. Uh, what was that, Karina? A girl, like a regular, like Christy said, a regular girl next door. The other all glammed piece up. of the puzzle is there's a famous rock DJ. Her name is Meg Griffin. She's short. She's got brown hair, you know, kind of petite like me. She had had the job, but she decided she didn't want to, you know, gamble with her radio career what? for this MTV career. So probably wow. three days before she had quit. So they had this opening. Mm. So it and I I hear Meg Griffin on the radio still and I just wonder but I think she's very very happy being a rock DJ that's really that's really her world and it was really your job and that's why you got it it's crazy do you have your uh, your audition tape I do have my audition tape wow, it's on we have three to see that inch. I do <laughs> have it bring it in here but it's on three quarter inch and I would have to find it and I don't know how do you even deal with these uh, three quarter inch tapes anymore I'm sure someone could definitely put it on a DVD or something like that. I'd have to tear apart my closet, but I do have it. But I do have some tapes during my career at MTV. Like, for example, I got a chance to meet David Lee Roth, who as a kid growing up in Westchester County, New York, you're a big Van Halen fan. And I finally got a chance to meet David Lee Roth. And I have a couple David Lee Roth clips. One is one liner, Dave, because... Christy, oh my God, you guys, if you would interview David Lee Roth, you would be in heaven because he is just, he's like the, uh, he's like a tennis ball machine. Mm -hmm. He'll hit back anything, anything, <laughs> anything. So let's take a listen to one liner, Dave, when I asked him something about what's the integrity of Van Halen. That we're actually doing what we want. I used to work for a living and I'll never forget it. Ah, uh, and you know, I was like so determined. That was my first interview with him. And I was like, so determined, like I was going to be the person that was going to cut through the veneer. <laughs> I was going to do it. Um, and then later, a couple of years later, I did another interview with him where he was actually kind of vulnerable. Check this out. 
I don't think I've ever really been in love. Somehow I imagine if I fall in love that I'll know it right away. Aww. That's what they say. This was like 1984 and he was saying he'd actually never really been in love. Mm. I thought that was really interesting. So girls, that is my whole uh, MTV story. Little rock star moments. (laughs) And you know, Christy, what's funny is I look back at, for example, these interviews with me and David Lee Roth. And even though I know that was me, it still seems kind of like a dream. I'm sure it was. It would be a dream come true for any, I think, music fan, even to this day. Do you have a favorite person, Martha, that you interviewed on your days on MTV? Well, definitely, I would have to say Paul McCartney. He oh. was, and of course, I can't find any tape of that. Uh-huh. But you know what? We're going to be talking to Boy George really soon because of the one-year birthday bash. And Christy, I thought it would be so funny. We should go back and just write down all of the questions from my first interview with him, his first interview ever on MTV, and just ask him those <laughs> same questions. <laughs> that would be awesome. I think that'd be funny. Um, well, girls. Thank you for listening to Martha's Martha Quinn's musings about MTV. Believe me, I'll be telling these stories, you know, when I'm 80. I think on my tombstone, it's going to be NYU, <laughs> MTV, MOM, I Heart 80s. There it is. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We will do it again. Thank you for finding us here on the iHeartRadio app or on iTunes. Go check out the other ones as well. Christy and Karina are always here. I'm sorry, girls. I feel like I just dominated the entire podcast. I like it. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and thanks for sharing that uh, yeah. memory. I think a lot of people didn't know how you got your job at MTV and always wondered. So appreciate you sharing that with the After Party crew. Uh, can I just tell you one last thing? <laughs> no. Wait, wait, there's more. Okay, so we're at the uh, launch, the launch of MTV, now world famous. The VJs are there. How do you think we got there to the restaurant? You walked. Oh, you're probably thinking limos, right? No, it was in Fort Lee, New Jersey. We couldn't walk. A bike? Yeah, practically a school bus. <laughs> a school bus. Okay, yeah. that's it. Thank you, guys. <laughs> See you next time. Miss you already. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.